0: Welcome, everybody, to Beware of Bulldogs podcast. I'm your host, Caleb. The other host is Caleb. It's the Caleb Show.
1: That's right. Uh, Week one, which technically was week eight in college football, but week one for Mountain West football is in the books. And, uh, yeah, so we'll recap uh, Fresno State's loss to Hawaii. Uh, Oh, man.
0: Yeah, we are not in person. We're over Zoom right now. Uh, so if it sounds a little different, that's why. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Beware of Podcast, on Twitter at BewareCSUF, and uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. Uh, leave a f- five-star rating and uh, type a little review. And uh, we told you last time we'd read it, so I don't think we're going to change that anytime soon. We'll, we'll read it uh if we like what you say what you have to say um well like caleb said we're gonna get right into it i i don't think this one's gonna be very long since we're recapping uh uh this game that i don't really want to have to talk about but
1: (laughs) yeah definitely not the not the turnout most bulldogs fans were hoping for so yeah we'll do a do a recap of that and kind of go over where the rest of the Mountain West, um, how that played out on Saturday, and then also do a quick preview for uh, Week Nine or Week Two Mountain West game uh, coming up for the Dogs. All
0: right, well, let's get right into it. the uh, The final score was thirty four to nineteen to the Rainbow Warriors, uh, which honestly is very surprising to me. I did not expect this final score
1: yeah definitely um you know coming into the game limited um really exposure to the team didn't even really know you know what schemes would look like you know both schools coming in with the you know new coaching staffs um so yeah a lot of unknowns coming in and uh, yeah we definitely got some answers about the strengths and weaknesses um yeah uh, definitely was surprised to see uh the dogs lose by by two touchdowns uh, that that was unexpected.
0: I would like to clarify we're gonna get into some things that we saw and some things we liked and didn't like but we are not experts here remember <laughs> no, no. we are we are fans so this where Bulldogs is by fans for fans uh but as a fan what what did you notice? Well, let's let's talk good first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh as a fan, what 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 stood out to you for uh, good, the good side of the game?
1: Yeah, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, um, you know, starting with, you know, we'll start with the quarterback, Jake Haner. So, mm-hmm. um, again, big unknown for the dogs, didn't really know what to expect from him or, you know, what we were going to be able to get out of him. So, uh the pros, you know, looks like He's got a strong arm, so that's good. Um, you know, he was able to complete uh, you know a couple deep, deep balls to um, you know I think three different receivers um, you know throughout the game, so that was good. You know, he did show some touch there, uh, and he also looks you know he's he's pretty mobile. You know, he was able to move around in the pocket a little bit, and you know he was able to um, you know scramble when he needed to. So those were two good things that you know we did see uh, out of Haner.
0: Yeah, he threw for two hundred eighty nine yards, a touchdown. He did have three interceptions. We'll get into that later, and a fumble. Uh, but he also carried the ball thirteen times for thirty-seven yards. Uh, I was not expecting a cor- Hainer to carry the ball thirteen times.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think I was either. You know, really, anytime your your QB is is positive in rushing yards, I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> he's, true. He's gaining gaining more than he's getting sacked. So um, you know, we can take take that as a positive. You know, he he was able to. You know, scramble for a couple first downs. Um, so that's good to see. You know, good good to have a quarterback that's you know mobile enough that you know he can make plays on, on the ground if he needs to.
0: Mm-hmm. One thing that we can take into consideration too is that he did complete uh, passes to nine different players. Uh, take it how you will. I, I'll take it as a positive uh, that he's moving the ball around and seeing the field, whether that's scripted or the plays going to them or not nine players is a lot of players have a uh, reception.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I'd also say you know, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, on the first half, you know, the, the rushing attack did look pretty um, adequate. I guess I would say, you know, <laughs> uh, the, the dogs were, were blocking enough and uh, Ronnie rivers was, was able to, to run a decent amount. You know, he did score the first, first touchdown of the game on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. So on the first half, it did look like we had that going a little bit uh, second half. Really was a different story, but at least on the first half, you know, we did have that that going a little bit. And
0: and when when I watched Mims run the ball, we haven't seen him. We didn't watch him play last year. He looked Mims looked healthy and strong running the ball.
1: Yeah, the, definitely the first you know, half. He, yeah, you know, Jordan Mims coming back off injury. Um, you know, his touches on Saturday. We um, were limited. You know, we only logged logged two carries. Two. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, he was definitely running strong, running hard. Um, you know, doesn't look like there's any carryover, um, you know, injury um, from last season, so that's good. So, yeah, the Dogs definitely do have two strong, capable backs on the backfield.
0: All right, moving to the go- the goods. We're getting the goods on the defensive side. Uh, it was uh, hard, I-, I would say, to find some goods on the defensive side, uh, but Kwame Jones had some good things happen with three sacks in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think if we're taking away, you know, the positives of the defense on the first quarter, uh, Kwame Jones was really, you know, creating some problems for the the Hawaii offense. Uh, You know, he logged three sacks and, you know, was just able to create the, the disruption that was needed. And, you know, that really showed, uh, you know, after the first quarter, you know, it looked like right. Hawaii, you know, the offensive line, you know, with protections made some sort of adjustment and, you know, we able to really make him be a non-factor. Um, so, yeah, that he definitely was a bright spot in that first quarter, creating pressure and, you know, e- easing, uh, making it a little bit easier for the, for the defensive backfield to maintain coverage.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, well, Let's get into the bad stuff. Um, I know this is what we're all here for. <laughs> uh, so m- most of these, or actually I'd say all these bad things, kind of happened after the first quarter. Because the first quarter I didn't think was that bad. Uh, but we, we actually did. I mean, we looked good, but we didn't. We could have closed some things out, uh, finished some drives in that first quarter and gone gone up. By more. We were, we scored right in the beginning 7-0, and then uh I think we fumbled and um oh I forget what happened. I I don't have the play by play pulled up. Um, but we didn't execute and put any more points on the board when we had a chance. Um then we get into the second, third, and fourth quarter, and things kind of went downhill from there. Um, like you said, Kwame Jones had a great pass rush in the first quarter, but after that, not so much. <laughs>
1: yeah you definitely describe the game as sloppy for the dogs um you know which you know is understandable you know first game of the season really limited practice reps you know the team's really only been practicing in person together for you know the last month um so not totally surprising that they came in you know really unrefined and you know kind of sloppy so yeah, unfortunately Jake Hayner did throw three interceptions. You know, each were um you know pretty costly and you know really stalled drives. And uh Sainer was all Hayner was also sacked and uh, lost a fumble on one play. So yeah, those are three or four um, you know, turnovers that just stalled drives.
0: Yeah, that that other drive after the touchdown I was talking about earlier was interception, then fumble. Uh, that's how it went. And uh, two two of those interceptions, though, I, excuse me, one of those interceptions went off the head of Wheatfall, I believe. That's yeah. right. Yeah.
1: He kept his eye on the ball a little, a little too closely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, one, one, you know, not really Hayner's fault. The other two um, were just bad, bad passes, you know, one overthrown and, you know, one just completely off the mark. So, um, yeah, maybe call it. First game nerves for, you know, Hainer stepping in as quarterback. Um, so hopefully he's able to, to shake that off and kind of find a groove, you know, in the next couple of games. Uh, but yeah, definitely did not look polished the, the, the whole game.
0: Okay. The most surprising thing for me during this game was uh, the stat average yards per carry under Hawaii. It was six yards
1: a carry. Hawaii. Yeah, was or even, yeah. Even talk about Hawaii and rushing yards. I mean, this is a team that, you know, historically, you know, you expect to throw for, you know, three, four, 500 yards passing each game. Um, so I think we, we were both expecting that coming into this game that, you know, Hawaii offense, they're going to spread the ball around and they're going to throw it. And, um, to an extent they did, but I mean, really, they, they dominated the dogs on the ground. Uh, they logged 323 rushing yards <laughs> in the team. Oh. Um, which is uh, kind of hard to believe uh, if you yeah. followed the uh, Mountain West or, you know, even back to the WAC days. Um, you know, Fresno State playing Hawaii. So, um, yeah. They, they ran just, it
0: 53 times.
1: 53 times. And, yeah, averaged over six yards a carry. Um, so, yeah, as, as a defense, um, that's that's not good. <laughs> if, no, that's if the, if the easy money. Yeah, if the offense is able to get six yards a carry on you, um, it's, it's, it's going to be a long day.
0: I t- we talked about the uh, Hawaii and uh, passing game, but they only had five players catch a pass mm-hmm. So compared to our nine, and yet they, they still recorded 229 receiving yards, um, and that was all from Cordero. And Cordero, he didn't have a, a passing touchdown. He didn't throw an interception, uh, but he did run for two touchdowns. And he That's had 116 right. yards. <laughs> he led the team in rush yards.
1: Yeah, not too often that the, you know quarterback is going to also be the leading rusher. Uh, but yeah, that he uh, you know he he had one you know longer run. I believe his longest rushing attempt was 54 yards. Uh, so that kind of helped out his uh, his stats. But yeah, rushed it you know officially 13 times for 116 yards. Um, yeah, that's that's just a tough uh, tough quarterback to go up against, you know, as a defense, um, just to be able to defend that. And then, uh, yeah, Hawaii also had us there. You know, their their running back uh, also carried the ball twenty one times for one hundred nine yards. So, you know, two two different hundred yard rushers. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, something was not going right for for the Fresno State defense.
0: Yeah, the last thing I would want to say about this game, and then we can um, get over this headache, but. The adjustments the teams made, uh, I don't know. From a fan's perspective, I should say, the adjustments that were made seemed to go in Hawaii's favor. And I don't know if that was players, coaching, who knows, um, or if there were adjustments that were trying to be made. But whatever Hawaii did, man, sure was effective. And they uh, figured out how to really pick on president state defense and now i i'd like to see some something happen like that on the dogs side next next game
1: yeah definitely so yeah we'll see if you know coaching staff is able to put something you know different in place for for the next game uh you hopefully fortify the, the the run defense a little bit more so um you know we can avoid having a, a 300 yard rushing uh rushing attack <laughs> Uh, against the dogs. So yeah, that's, I'm sure uh, there was plenty of chewing out in the film sessions <laughs> for the team uh, after the game. Cause yeah, there was a lot to be improved on. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, if we go back to, and you know, we don't really cover special teams um, you know, overall, I think our special teams, um, you know, played adequately, um, you know, Caesar Silva, uh, you know, he did make three field goals um, mm. and an extra point. Uh, so the only extra point that you know he didn't technically make um you know there's a bad snap and you know he didn't even you know get a kick attempt off so um you know it did seem you know he was doing a little bit better i believe i had those stats right he did have uh, three make kicks i believe so uh, oh it was two yeah so he, he made two two field goals and then uh, made one extra point and then one Extra point technically didn't make it, but he didn't even get a chance to kick it because the, the, the hold was fumbled. So, mm-hmm. and at least, there go.
0: well, we were talking about uh punters in our last episode and Cade Four, who is our who is punting the ball for us now, who's never done that before. Uh, I thought he looked really, really good, and his uh, the whole coverage team did well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, only had to punt the ball two times, um, and you know, both times, you know, were um, you know shorter punts. Um, but you know, that's all was needed. One was down, you know, inside the 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 two yard line, and the other, I believe, was on down on the ten yard line. So both, you know, good punts and you know able to flip the field for the dog's defense. So yeah, that was definitely a plus there. Um, seeing him execute on both both the punts. Hmm.
0: Hey, man, two punts within the twenty. That's not yeah. bad. Two yeah, for two. I'll
1: take
0: it. And usually when you hear your team only punted twice, it's, you're thinking uh, positive.
1: Yeah. But,
0: but not, that's not so. All right, let's move on from this game. Enough of the Dogs and the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, you have the scoreboard pulled up for all Mountain West. I'm going to pull it up as well, follow along. But uh, let everybody know what else happened in the Mountain West.
1: Yeah, so besides the dogs and uh, the Rainbow Warriors uh, on Saturday, there were uh, four other games um, that did take place on Saturday. So uh, we had Boise State taking down Utah State 42-13. to Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Boise. looks like it's going to be the same old Boise there, you know, the front runner for the conference. And, uh, yeah, they didn't have any trouble taking down Utah State. I hate hearing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, next game, so we had uh, Nevada over Wyoming in overtime, 37-34. Uh, so this game, you know, Wyoming had to come back late in the fourth quarter, uh, put a bunch of points up on the board to force overtime, and they did. Uh, but Nevada ended up getting uh, the better of them uh, in overtime. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, after that, we got San Diego State over UNLV, 34-6. to um, yeah, San Diego State able to take care of the Rebels pretty easily. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to be a good Rebels team this year. So uh, hopefully we can pencil that one in as a, as a Bulldog victory. <laughs> that would be nice. And then uh, the final game that took place was uh, surprisingly a San Jose State win over Air Force, 17-6. So a low-scoring game. Um you know, San Jose State, you know, coming off a couple, uh, you know, down years uh, the last couple of years. And Air Force, you know, really uh, you know, played well last year. I know they really beat Fresno State easily in, uh, last season. So, um, yeah, to see them uh, lose that first game, uh, it was definitely surprising.
0: Yeah, and then we had one game get canceled, and that was Colorado State, New Mexico, which was a bummer to see because – we get Colorado state next. (laughs) So it would have been nice to know what we're up against, but that was not. So Uh, I did want to say about the air force San Jose state game. I was very surprised because air force took it to Navy and they hammered them. Mm -hmm. And uh, to see that score uh, was very surprising, Uh, but looking forward to all these games, I, you know, as a fan, I, I, don't like seeing Boise good but but it's I know it's good for the Mountain West for Boise to be good but you know
1: yeah unfortunately you know their positive exposure is good for the conference and even (laughs) money-wise I know that you know that that can help the conference too but You know, as, you know, technically I would call them one of our rivals. ah, It's just tough to see it. They just always seem to be getting the better of us.
0: Uh, Is it bad to like, I just don't like any of the teams, any team (laughs) in the Mountain West. (laughs) We want them to do well outside of the conference, but when we, or even in conference, but when we play them, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. We're going to preview the Colorado state game. That's coming up on Thursday. So quick turnaround. we're playing on Thursday at 7, I believe. That's
1: right, yeah. It, Thursday at 7 p.m. It's another home game for the Dogs, so that's good. You know, Don't have to worry about travel uh, you know, with this quick turnaround. Um, yeah, 7 p.m. Uh, yeah, available on, TV. yeah. <laughs> available on TV at uh, CBS Sportsnet, and then it'll also be on the radio at 9.40 ESPN.
0: What are you looking for Fresno State to do differently
1: against Colo- Colorado State? I think most importantly is just getting getting control of the turnovers. Um, you know, Hayner, you know, trying to be a little more um, you know refined with his passing. Um, you know, definitely limit the errant throws and try to keep everything on track. I think if you know we're really able to reduce the turnovers, reduce the you know amount of times we're giving the ball away, I think that would be huge for for this offense. Yeah,
0: um, my main key would just don't allow 300 rushing yards you know Definitely. force them force them to pass the ball get them in third and longs uh it's it's never fun to play against the run all day long so if, if we can stop the run i think there's a huge change in our defense and where we go from there on out um however we don't know too much about Colorado state what what do we know? I know, I know they have a new coach. Like most of the most of the teams in the Mountain West have new coaches. Uh, Colorado State's one of them. Uh, is there anything else we know?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, you know, with their game being canceled, uh, you know, this past week, we don't know a whole lot. You know, we know last year they're coming off of a four and eight record, so you know, a down year. Um, you know, their head coach from last year stepped down. Um, and so they have a new coach coming in, Steve Adiazzo, uh, formerly head coach of Boston College on the East Coast. So he was there for about six years. Um, so I believe, um, you know, we don't know a whole lot about him. We know, you know, not necessarily known to be you know, an offensive coach, um, you know, but for, you know, usually having a pretty tough defense. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really all we <laughs> we know about them. So we'll, we'll see uh, how the game turns out on Thursday.
0: Don't quote me on this, but I know they had a really good wide receiver last year, Warren Jackson. I mm-hmm. really like the guy, but I don't know if he's playing this year. I thought he had said he's not going to play this year. That may have changed. I don't know, but uh, I guess we'll find out if he's yeah. there or
1: not. <laughs> we'll find out on Thursday.
0: So it'd be better for us if he's not there. Uh, but that that guy's a great player. Uh is there anything else you want to talk about the Colorado State game we have coming up? I, yeah. I honestly don't know anything about Colorado State other than uh, their new coach, and I bought and he, that he coached at Boston College, and I know he, they had some good running backs during his time there, but I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, historically, when you think about Boston College, usually, you know, you think pro style, um, you know, big, strong offensive line, you know, usually a running back or two that, you know, are strong, not really known for passing. And, yeah, usually pretty good on defense. So, um, yeah, probably expect that, um, you know, Coach Adiazzo is going to bring over that same philosophy with him. Um, to Colorado State. So I think it's probably what we can expect. Um, as far as the early betting lines, What what's the what are we looking at for the game on Thursday?
0: Yeah, we're looking at. Well, it's it's gonna be interesting because it's kind of like last the uh, last week we're at a, The dogs are one and a half point underdogs this mm-hmm. week, so we are the underdogs. Uh, the over under, I just lost it, but we, I think it's like fifty six or so. We're yeah, la-
1: I'm seeing seeing fifty six and a half points. Here. Yeah.
0: So if it's anything like last week, I'd take the under on it. Um, I, I will be uh, just because it will be Colorado state's first game as well, but they are going to have some film on our defense. Um, one and a half underdogs never want to hear that we're underdogs, but I, we, again, once again, we know nothing. So yeah, and, you know,
1: ho- hopefully the, the team sees that, sees that as motivation. Yes. And, you know, I think, you know, no team wants to be seen as, as an underdog at home. Um, you know, they want to make sure that, you know, that's their turf that they're able to defend. So, yeah, hopefully they're able to spin that and, and use that as motivation for Thursday night.
0: You know, this week two, week eight, week one thing is really confusing. I'm clicking around. Oh, we're on week two. Oh, wait, no, actually, we're on week nine. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to get used to this. Uh, but once again, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Beware of Bulldogs. That's that's it for today. Unless Caleb, you you uh you need to say anything else?
1: Yeah, I think that about that about covers it. You know, hopefully, we'll know a little bit more about the dogs after Thursday night. Um, getting to see them against another team, Colorado State. And then you know moving forward now you know every um, you know team will have played a game so we'll, we'll at least have one game's worth of footage so that we can kind of see you know what each team is like uh, this year. So yeah definitely looking forward to that. The dogs need a big bounce back game. Uh, it's nice you know it's gonna to be on national TV um, you know, on CBS Sportsnet. so hopefully the dogs are able to use that and uh, use it as positive national exposure.
0: All right. Well, we will talk to you guys after Halloween. Have a fun, safe Halloween. Uh, God bless, and as always, go dogs, baby. Woo, go dogs.